um, last night, we we were like talking about something, and he said something about how <laughs> how I'm spoiled, and I was like, okay, but that's not <laughs> fair because I don't ask to be spoiled. He's like, no, but you demand to be. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what oh I know what it was I was talking about okay so my mom there's like certain things that my mom makes every year like seasonally that I (laughs) request and one is like her family (laughs) recipe of mustard pickles it sounds gross it's not gross I promise so good my mouth's watering just thinking about it oh my god she made this new so I've been bugging her about it all summer because like so that's usually the time and she made some for me and they are amazing it's amazing like maybe the best batch I've ever yeah and then uh during the holidays she makes peanut butter balls Mm. and so and usually she'll make a big batch of peanut butter balls for me and that will last me like the whole year (laughs) and so I had been bugging her for so long to make the pickles and she finally gave them to me and then I was immediately just like okay now but what about the peanut butter balls (laughs) So Erica calls it requesting. Rob corrects her by reminding her that it's demanding. Yeah, he was like, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but like me, your mom, Armin, like we spoil you. And I was like, shut up. (laughs) What do you mean? I do it back to you too. Anyway, so yeah. It's funny because I like in the same sense, I'm like, I'm not high maintenance, like, at all. And then I'm like, ooh, but look at these forehead wrinkles. Like, these bitches got to go. I'm going to go get Botox. Like, okay, but hold on. I'm not high maintenance because I'm not making somebody else pay for it. But what does that make you, Erica? Uh, but I did. <laughs> but I didn't ask for it. <laughs> I just said a lot of times that I wanted it. And I didn't ask for this boob job and this mommy makeover either. So I'm not high maintenance. Oh, I hate you all. I'm just kidding. No, I like own the fact that I'm like a little high maintenance, but I don't rely on anybody else to like maintain you. Yeah, it's like it's my self care. And like, is it high? Is it more high maintenance for Rob to just have to keep listening to you about it and like not do anything about it, or? Or him buying it for you. Like, in my opinion, I would just buy it for you and tell you to shut the fuck up now because it's more work on my part to have to listen to you about it. Because that's the problem. Okay, so this is the other thing that he said that I was like cackling laughing because it's so true. Because I was like, that is not true. Like, I am not spoiled. And he goes, let me just ask you this. What's your favorite furniture store? And like our entire house is furnished in West Elm. (laughs) Okay, but like that's also Rob too because Rob, sorry I'm calling you out, but he was like helping like the episode that we all did together and he was like talking about something. He's like, man, like (laughs) man, we really need another West Elm table right here. I was like, all right, you little bitches. (laughs) Well, and then he goes, because I was like, okay, but I didn't demand that we have West Elm. I was just, that's just like what I, the style that I gravitate towards. And he goes, yeah, but the thing is, is you would rather have nothing at all than to have something other than West Elm. I was like, yeah, that's true. Like every apartment <laughs> I've ever lived in by myself is barely furnished and it's all like stuff that my parents gave me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, I feel like I'm revealing too much about myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Welcome back, guys. I realized. So I had this thought the other day is that I'm like, oh, we never are we supposed to say what episode and like the podcast and stuff? I'm like, you guys listening? know, right? Like you clicked on it. So you know what podcast you're listening to, right? I think that's like a podcast formality and like we're it's fine. I don't. Okay. We're not formal. No, mm -mm. but just in case, if you just you found yourself here and you don't know how you don't know what's happening. Um, this is like, honestly, oh, the other thing I was thinking about is like, oh, what if people could, cause we never say our names. And so what if they don't know who's who, you know, sometimes like if I just like fast forward to an episode, even though I don't think that our voices sound similar, sometimes I'll be like, hold on, who's talking? Like, and it takes me like a couple of words to hear it. So yeah. Yeah. So usually the one with the better audio quality is Erica and I'm Mariah. <laughs> Mariah has the stronger uh, New York accent, like upstate New York accent. Do you still think yeah. I have that? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's funny because people that I talk to from New York now are like, oh, you're starting to sound a little different. Oh, yeah. Isn't it hurtful? I mean, yes and no a little bit because I'm like, Part of me is like I'll always be like from New York and I'm like not from the Pacific Northwest. Like that's not my thing. But also now I hear – like before I didn't hear – I was just talking to somebody about this recently. It's funny that this comes up. But I didn't hear the accent in New York. Like I kind of thought that we were like the accentless place. Like I heard, <laughs> of course, a New York accent and then like a Boston accent, like a downstate New York, Long Island, like has their own accent. And then I've heard like Boston accent. But I don't really – I never really heard – too much of like the Utica, like Syracuse accent. But now that I'm here, I'm like, whoa, dude, like. It's a cousin of a Wisconsin accent, but I think a Wisconsin accent's really bad. I don't know. I've noticed like when I say Rob now, like I say like Rob. Instead of Rob? Like, Rab. Yeah. yeah. Like I, my A's and my O's are getting uh -huh. different. Whereas in like dad is like dad now instead of like dad. Yeah. I did notice that in an earlier episode, you said dad. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Dad. Yeah. Like everything's yeah. like ah now instead of like eh, which is, in my opinion, more auditorially pleasing. I guess. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think I'm like, it was always really hurtful to me when people would, when I would uh, come back to visit and people like, oh my God, you sound like a Southerner. And I'm like, yeah, but then I'm in Texas and everyone says I sound like a Northerner. So <laughs> now I think I'm truly neutral. I'm just a lost boy. Yeah. <laughs> I have no home. <laughs> you say things like your like eyes are um in is like eh. like it's I don't know. I, I think I'm more like Valley Girl than anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I notice like the the one influencer that you and I always complain about who's from Dallas, like she mm -hmm. has Sorry, but like she has a lot of the same like the eye. I notice it with like I don't know. I'll have to say I'll have to point it out this episode if it happens again. I'll just interrupt rudely and say that was it. Okay, do it. Yeah, because I can't. I can't picture it. Okay, all right. We'll get to it, guys. I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes I listen to podcasts and I, depending on the host, I really like the ramble, and sometimes I don't. So I hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> I really don't like the ramble, which is <laughs> funny because I'm really bad at not rambling. So, but I don't like listening to other people's rambles. So whatever. Well, if you don't like the ramble, you can usually count on like fast forwarding 10 minutes through. 
Yeah, usually five to ten minutes. We're starting now. Go. Okay, so today we're talking about. So here's. Let's set the scene. Um. So (laughs) dim the lights. Turn the candles on. This um. There's a guy that I went. I didn't know him in high school, but he's from that. He went to a different high school in the same city as me. And then at college, we both went to the same college and like kind of were in the same, had the same friend group for like a second. Anyway, he posted this thing on Instagram and he uh, goes to this gym that's further north than where, where I am. And it's this really nice gym, pretty like pretty high end. And I think it's a little like bougie. It's like we're, I don't know. This is all my – I haven't been there, truthfully, or I haven't worked out there. I've just, like, seen it. So my interpretation is this is where, like, all the hot people work out, you know, like the people <laughs> who are, like, really into, like, being fit and shit. And, and like, for those of you who know, like, what Equinox is, like, I imagine it's, like, an Equinox. It's, like, where all the, like, really attractive people are. It's not a judgment-free zone. It's not, no. <laughs> so the stakes are high, you know. Anyway, so he was uh, making a joke, essentially, but – what had happened was he was uh, at the gym with like some of his friends. There is this like hot girl that works out there. They don't know her. They haven't like talked to her, but his friend like wants to hit on her and they're having a debate. Like, do you walk up to her and you hit on her in the gym or, and like, you know, interrupt her workout and maybe make things really awkward or do you go and find her on Instagram and shoot her a DM? Mm. So I said, so because he was he his position he was like, I always tell my friends, don't don't like interrupt her workout just to like go hit on her. And I agree with that. Like when I was going to Equinox, I'm like, please don't like if I have my headphones in, first of all, this applies to like anything. I can't stand when I'm flying and I have my headphones in and someone like continues to try to have a conversation with me. I'm like, this is a symbol for I am not interested. Like I am, I'm not here to chat with you. Yeah. Like you have to take a hint at some point. And like when you're working out, I I mean, I guess it just depends if I'm there, so I have like kind of two, I have two like scenarios. So one, if I'm there by myself, I have my headphones in. And if I've like never seen you before or, or I've never had a conversation with you before, like I'm not really interested in chatting. The other scenario, cause, and it's also, it's just really inconvenient because also I'm like, I'm, I, I've got other shit to do. I'm trying to get in and out. The, the gym's already busy. Like I need to so – my the thing I need next is open. I need to go jump on it. Like I'm not here to try to like make awkward, you know, small talk with you. But then I will say on the flip side of that, so my friend Alex uh, used to go work out with me sometimes. And when she and I were working out together – we were always it was like way more like we were still getting shit done but it was more like fun like we didn't have our headphones in we were like talking to each other you know throughout we're like making jokes like we 
both went there quite often. So like we knew some of the trainers and stuff that would just like be walking the floor. And so like they would come over and like chat with us because like we look approachable, right? Like we're having fun. We're goofing around. Then like a trainer comes over. We're like goofing around with him. And then some other guy who is a gym member knows that trainer. So then he comes over. So, you know, it was just like a way more social thing. And like, I think in that scenario, it's very acceptable. Yeah. I think that you totally just hit the nail on the head of like the whole episode right now by just saying like whether or not the person looks approachable. Like read the Well, but hey, wait, 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 wait. In the last episode, we said I have significant resting bitch face. So I can see how that's an (laughs) obstacle. Okay, but like, okay, yes, <laughs> RBF is an obstacle. However, but then, um, I don't know. Okay, opposite of the RBF, I smile at everybody. Like, so <laughs> does that mean that I automatically want to be hit on? Like, no. But things like looking at if so, aside from their face, let's do the face last. Like, are they wearing headphones? Mm-hmm. Have they made eye contact? Are they? Like, do they look like they're in a hurry or are they talking to other people? Mm -hmm. There's, like, a lot of scenarios that go with this because, like, immediately I want to be like, ew, don't ever approach somebody at the gym. But then, like, other times there's been times where, like, I've wanted to talk to somebody because, like, I really like their leggings or, like, you know, that person really kind of looks like they know what they're doing and, like, that's a machine that's intimidated me in the past and I've avoided it because of that. So, like – gym intimidation is real. And like, I think that if less people had the mindset of like, don't fucking interrupt my workout or I'll drop this dumbbell over your head, like then it would be less of a thing. I don't know. It would be less intimidating to be at the gym. Yeah, I guess. But I also think, so like, that's different to me. So like, okay, let's go back. I'm at the gym. I have my headphones in. You want to quickly ask me a question about like, oh, do you, would you do that or that to do this, to reach this muscle group? Or like, oh, um, are you done with that? Or, oh, I love your leggings. Where are they from? Like those types of things, like one off, like whatever, like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's my answer. Cool. Like enjoy the rest of your workout. But also I think I'm just like, I don't, it's so like, uh, it, like emotionally draining to me to have to because I'm not going to be rude to some, like I'm I'm not going to be rude to someone if they try to talk to me even if it's like um someone that I'm very uninterested I mean unless they're just being like obnoxious and they deserve it but like if someone's just being friendly I'm not going to like be a bitch to them and make them go away so then it just becomes one like a distraction and an inconvenience and like emotionally draining on me to have to like pretend like I give a fuck about this conversation. <laughs> and then you end up as a woman, like how many times has this happened where you are just trying to be friendly and not not just be a bitch and then they're like oh, I mean, I haven't received any signals that they're interested in me, but they're being nice. So I'm just going to go ahead and fucking hit on them. And then all of a sudden it's weird. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, I don't, uh, sure. And like now I'm in too deep to be a bitch to you. Yeah, exactly. Or, and then, or I get like paranoid where I'm like, if I, you know, when I was like dating Rob, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. But then I'm like, now I, for some reason, feel, I feel a mix of emotions where I'm like, 
oh no, was I leading them on? Oh no, I feel bad because they think I'm lying now because like that's a classic trope. Like, oh, girls will just say that they have a boyfriend even though they don't just so that they don't have to turn you down. Right. Or like, do I have to go home and tell Rob that like I may have verbally cheated on him or like verbally led somebody on even though it was like, (laughs) I think I said it in like one of the previous episodes, but like, (laughs) did that person say thank you to nice to you? Like... (laughs) Did I just say, did I just flirt with that person by saying thank you? I didn't mean to flirt with them, but now I feel like I led them on. Jesus Christ, now I have to run out of here and analyze this and overthink for the rest of the day. And then it ruins your gym experience for the rest of eternity. (laughs) Yeah, and then you don't want to like see them there again. So (laughs) I had like in New York, I had this gym buddy that I was going to the gym with and like he used to make fun of me because like people thought that we were like a couple, but like we like so weren't. But like we would do, we would just, we were basically like accountability partners. Like we would meet each other there, do our own workouts and then like pretty much leave around the same time. It was Mm -hmm. just like an accountability, like show up thing. Mm -hmm. But like we'd, you know, check in with each other every once in a while and like say, hey, or like he'd give me a tip or like I'd give him a tip or something. But we, (laughs) we were, I was approached, like I was at the like free weight section and I was approached by these two guys that like were always there the same time as us and like we had nicknamed them the gorillas because like (laughs) they just like grunted and like they just looked like gorillas like they were just jacked and like barbaric and like grunting and all the like annoying things that a person does at the gym and they like approached me one day and like gave me advice like on my form and i was like first of all motherfucker like i'm a therapist and my form is like good like i know what i'm doing especially with this i'm willing to take criticism if it's something that i don't know what i'm doing but like i but you know what you're doing i knew what i was doing with that specific exercise and he just like – like the approach was gross and whatever. But then I was like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, like I appreciate it. And he was like, yeah, like I see you here a lot. Like I really notice a difference too. Like – and he like kind of looked at my butt and I was like, oh. um, thank you. So like where's the line of like is he hitting on me or is he compl- – like is he complimenting the fact that like we're both here for a common goal – and like I'm doing a lot of glute work. Where is the where does this become sexual? But then it was funny because like a week later I was like out with a friend and we were like at this Mexican restaurant and like the bartender brought over two margaritas and he was like, Oh, these are from the guys at the end of the bar and they were the fucking gorillas. Oh no. At the end of the bar. So like after that, it like totally like I changed my gym time and like changed my gym days because I knew when they were there was when I was always there. So I had to completely change my routine because it was like so weird. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this though. First of all, I agree. And that's exactly what I would have done. Cause I'm like, I can't, this is just whatever. I, I agree. Um, but let me ask you if assuming, assuming you were single at the time and like available, imagine that like one of those guys, like the one that like checked you out, imagine he was like super hot. Like you found him so attractive and not at all creepy. <laughs> and he was just, it was just like a very matter of fact thing. Would it be different. See, I don't know. That's where I'm like, I don't know if it was the approach that turned me off or if it was like their barbaric personalities in the be- like to begin with cuz I already had like a predetermined like judgment on them just based on like seeing them interact with each other and like, you know, like 
chest bump each other and like grunt while they were like picking up heavy shit and like check themselves out in the mirror. Like, well, so, and I think that that contributes to their attractiveness factor, right? So, like, okay, but like aside from all of that, they were both very attractive. But I think, but I think what you're saying is totally relevant, right? Like if they hadn't done all of that and you hadn't, you hadn't already been turned off by them. Yeah, then like I think that as a guy, like if I was a guy going to hit on a girl, like I would totally use those strategies. Like maybe I had like made eye contact with them before. I had given them no indication that like I was married or like with somebody or anything, you know? So like he approached me, maybe the glute thing turned me off a little bit because I would have rather like developed a friendship or like some kind of like okay like some kind of rapport so well and like some kind of trust almost not like that I need to like trust you and know like everything about you before I agree to go on a date with you but like the immediately making a comment about my butt doesn't tell me that you're like looking for anything right and that's that is kind of like what I was also thinking like when I was having this conversation with this guy is like I I had two points one of which was, um, unfortunately, I think it depends on how hot you are. Like if you are a very attractive human and you approach a girl working out, most of that will be for any annoyance will be forgiven um, if she finds you attractive. And the other thing is, so going back to like when I was working out at Equinox a lot, you have to play. I think if you're going to try to pick up someone at the gym, you have to play the long game. And this doesn't just apply to the gym. This is like if you are going to try to pick up someone that you are seeing on a regular basis, but you don't like really know them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like, for instance, I uh, gym times usually are very routine, right? So I always went immediately after work and there was another guy that was there every single and I think he must have gone like multiple times a day every single day because like even when I would change up my routine or if I would go on the weekends like he was always there I always saw him (laughs) but he was like very um he never like said really said anything to me like we had it was like one of those things that like over time we started recognizing that we saw each other at the same like doing the same kinds of workouts and like do, at the same time like all the time and so then it just started as like this like knowing like head nod like we don't have to take our headphones out and say like hi or anything it's just like a oh hey hey again yeah and then it like from there it was like uh you know we would make like little comments here and there so I think like by that point if he had started hitting on me it would be less weird just because like he didn't immediately go in for it you know yeah I think like that's the like building the trust thing that I was talking about like there's exactly like, a mutual or there's like a mutual understanding that there's like some bro code there like hey what's up like I've seen you around and and you also see that they're not doing that to every single other attractive girl in the gym. Mm-hmm. by that point like then you know that like this is a genuine like attraction kind of thing but with that being said so like that's kind of the relationship with the gorillas right like I saw them they saw me multiple times and then he said something to me but I just didn't like what he said so that rubbed me the wrong way <laughs> and like everything else that was just unattractive to me about mm-hmm. them but then the fact that they saw me out at a restaurant or like bar And then didn't approach me. Like that's where – so like I'm cool with like a guy sending you over a drink if they've never seen you before and like that's just like a conversation opener. Like, hey, will you 
put that girl's drink on my tab. If they've never seen you before, that's fine. But if I were the gorillas, like what a perfect opportunity for them to come up and be like, hey, what are you drinking? How about I buy it for you? Instead of shooting it across the bar, like it's just weird. Like why is there always just this distance between us? Like that was weird for me. And I just like gave them a peace sign and like a head nod and then walked away. So that's what I was going to say. It's like, but from your perspective, that is probably ideal because then you're not forced into a conversation with them and you give a very clear signal like, thanks, still not talking to you. (laughs) Right. But it would have like if they would have just approached me, I could have been like, oh, hey, like, thanks for the drink. Like if just so you know, I'm married. Like if you but if you still want to buy me a drink, like I'm not going to say no. But just so you know, I'm married. Like I see you at the gym a lot. It's cool. Like hope, you know. Still yeah. give me your bullshit form tips if you feel like it. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have had to change my gym time. But like that guy that like you were talking about at the gym, like what a great way for him to just like if you saw each other like 10 or 15 times or something, like, you know, you get down to like the head nod relationship. Then like if he brought you over like a sweat towel or something and he was like, hey, like thought you might need this today or like, hey, I noticed I noticed that you're like – you know, you're really putting in work. Nice job. And then like, just kind of like leaving it at that, like opening up the conversation, but then like walking away. So like, you now know that he's comfortable with conversation. It really didn't interrupt you too much. And if you want to continue to initiate it, it puts the ball in your court a little bit. I completely agree. Yeah. And like, what a great way to meet somebody too. Like what a little romantic story to tell instead of being like, yeah, kids, I commented on your mom's glutes at the gym one day and she fell in love. Like, ew. Or, or it's like how creepy – it's the alternative in this like original scenario is like, okay, so he doesn't say anything to you at the gym, but then he goes and finds you on Instagram and then sends you a DM. That's creepy. And then also you have to change your gym time again. <laughs> It's one thing to, like, find you on Instagram or something and then, like, follow you and then, like, approach you in the gym and be like, hey, like, I think I follow you on Instagram. Like, (laughs) you know, whatever. But don't be a fucking little bitch, boys. That's how I feel about it. Well, but then it's like we say that, but then they interpret that as like, oh, yeah, I just got to man up and go talk to her. It's like, no. (laughs) Okay, women are complicated. Here's why we're complicated because we want the just right experience all the time. We don't want too much or too little, but each girl has too much or too little. Some girls like five speed vibrator, some girls like one speed vibrator. You got to find out what speed she likes. FYI, it's always five. But that, but also it's like, that's not just it because it's like, you could, you could play the long game, but if she's just not attracted to you, like then, then at the end of the day, you're still just a pest, you know? So that's why, that's why what you were saying is so important. Like if you are going to like play it slow, take advantage of a good opportunity just to open the door, just to be like, Hey, I'm opening letting you know that I am open to conversation and if she leans into it then you know that's your signal then you can start like moving forward with that but if she's just like you are like here here's a towel or like you know just so you know like I can tell that you've been putting in work and it's showing off don't don't compliment her ass and then she's like oh my god yeah thanks and then she like starts like just word vomiting at you about shit then it's like yeah then take take that opportunity but if she doesn't and she's just like oh thanks puts her headphones back on 
That's your hint. Right. Read the room. Right. But I, And I also think, though, that like people in general just need to be a little bit more straightforward, but also not too straightforward. So like, guys, don't be like, hey, nice ass. See, you've been doing some ex- – you've been spending some extra time in the squat rack. Like, mm-hmm. don't say that, but also be like, you know, hey, I noticed like – I know some improvements like I think you're really attractive. Like I wouldn't be turned off by that. But then for the girl to be like, thank you. I really appreciate that. Just so you know, like (laughs) keep giving me compliments. Like I'm cool with being your mutual gym buddy since we're here at the same time. However, I'm with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Be respectful. There's a a happy medium between all of it. Okay. So then (laughs) what is – I wonder – man, I wish – this is something that maybe we could – uh, if we bring Rob back on for another episode, we get his his take on this because I wonder, like, from a guy's perspective, if they're just like, "Yeah, come hit on me. I don't care. Be direct. Compliment my ass." Ooh. I think that like that a guy might like that, but only because it would take him off guard, not because like I don't know. Maybe this is just my interpretation on it, but like a guy would be like so taken off guard that it would be intriguing for them, but it still might not be like the best way to go about it. Okay, so let me – so do you think this scenario of, like, being hit on the gym, this, you know, this whole thing that we've been talking about, does this apply everywhere? So, like, let's say – let's take – okay, I think part of our beef with the gym thing is it's part of a routine. So now not only have you made things awkward, you've made me have to change up my routine. Also, let me find it because I just read this meme – before this episode that cracked me up about like the gym and I'm going to find it. Hold on. So this is the other beef that I have about being hit on at the gym is <laughs> the meme says like some girls at the gym have matching gym shark attire, cute, sporty. They look determined, no ugly strained faces, sweat beads are tastefully placed. And then there's me with crotch sweat, looking like a sweaty bagel, hoping I do not accidentally shit myself as I load on weight. I'm unsure if I can move. <laughs> What's a sweaty bagel? <laughs> this The crotch sweat though, like, dude, I do not want to talk to you right now. Like I don't, I'm not a pretty sweater. Oh man, at the gym. So, like, first of all, if you want to hit on me when I look like a swamp creature, like, great. (laughs) I will absolutely impress you then on a Friday night out. However, like, we need this like six foot social distancing thing needs to be like a rule at the gym because if I can smell you or you can smell me, like, this is not how I want to meet. I want to meet you. You know, what's so funny about this though is that when I was in college. I don't remember where I heard this. It it must have been like, you know, how uh, these like stories will like be typed up and they'll float around like Facebook or Pinterest or whatever. Yeah. And there there was some story about a girl being hit on, um, like being asked out at the gym and it was like this super hot guy and she was like a sweaty mess and he was like, yeah, I just think that you're naturally like very beautiful blah 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 and they had this like really great relationship and I was like oh my god that is goals like I want I want that and now I'm like please don't look at me like <laughs> what are you doing I want somebody to love me in all of my sweaty disgustingness however from afar <laughs> yeah and also that girl was probably the Gymshark girl <laughs> yeah like they it's like the girls who shit flower petals like they say that they they say that they're sweating but I'm like oh honey like 
Oh, it's like, unless, it, does it look like you peed your pants when you're done? <laughs> like, I There was like a brief period of time where you and I were sending each other like sweat pictures of like, okay, these leggings didn't work. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Gotta stick like, with the thick black ones only. Even, even then, it's like, how does this happen? How like, do why? I? I have to wash them three times to make <laughs> the crotch sweat smell go away. Like, do we have extra pores down there? Uh, like, what's happening? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, as I was saying, <laughs> so okay. So, do you think that it is that same scenario? Take the gym part out of it is just as annoying. So, like, let's talk about other places that, like, best worst places or scenarios to be hit on. Like, let's say you're at Target and some guy walks up to you and is like, "Hey, I just had to tell you, like." you're stunning, want to know if you're single and you want to go grab some coffee at this very convenient Starbucks in this Target. (laughs) How do you react? I think it's, it's, there's so many factors to this. It's the approach. I mean, how else are you really going to meet people if you don't shoot your shot, right? Yeah. I don't know. My thing is, is like every, or a lot of guys that I've dated (laughs) or like people that I worked with. (laughs) Yeah. You even married one. Yeah, because uh-huh. like I'm a big I it, you know that's why like dating apps never really would have worked for me because I and I think I think I've talked about this before like I need to be able to like vibe off of someone but also it's just socially draining or like really emotionally draining for me to try to have to like get to know someone just off of nothing like just at the thought of like having to meet a stranger and then you have to like go to dinner try to have small talk. And like figure out if you have chemistry like that is exhausting. But if you work with someone, then it's like this no risk scenario where you get to know them by force and then you already are attracted to the attracted to them and already have things to talk about by the time you decide to start dating them. So I feel like I have mixed feelings on this because like I've dated people I've worked with. I've dated people that I've I guess I've never really dated somebody that I like met like randomly, but I think that there's some kind of like hopeless romantic thing to like, oops, like you dropped this in Target and then I picked it up and like our eyes locked and I asked you out on a date. Like I kind of like that to some extent. Like I think, but I've also, I'm also like open to like new things now that I've like done the met you at work, fell in love with you, married you, like that thing. Um. (laughs) But I think that, like, my – so, like, if somebody did that to me and, like, all the stars were lined up where, like, you know, I'm single, I am open to a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that instead of immediately being, like, oh, yeah, like, let's go to – let let me check out and, like, let's go sit at Starbucks for a while, I'd probably be, like, you know, like, if I was interested, if I was not interested, like, immediate shutdown. And then, like, we walk down separate aisles and I never go to that Target again. (laughs) If – I'm interested. I think that I would probably be like, hey, like that's a really great idea, but like I'm kind of on a time crunch today, even if I'm not kind of on a time crunch. Like, can I get your number? But why? Why wouldn't you just be like, yeah, sure. Let's chat. Let's see if this is worth meeting up again. I mean, maybe. Maybe I would. I think I'd rather get it out of the way. You already have the momentum. Although I still go, I go back to my previous statement depends on if they're attractive or not 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like, I mean, we, this is something that we've mentioned a lot, but like where you don't have the same taste in men. But I also don't think that attractiveness is solely based on looks. No, it's not. It's based on way more than looks to me now. Yeah. Yeah. In my old, old years. Yeah. And I think like to your point is like there has to be some kind of like personality compatibility. So if someone just like came out and it just like, I don't know, like you just you vibe with their energy to the point where they actually get your attention and like would make you interested like right off the bat, like in 30 seconds, like, hell yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Let's get some fucking Starbucks. I felt like have you ever felt like a genuine connection with somebody that you just like kind of lock eyes with across the room and then like nothing ever comes of it but like can you remember any specific times like that Mm, no because I can remember like three where that's happened to me before and like in those scenarios like I can still remember those people like where I was what I was doing and like how we like locked eyes and maybe not even like in like a sexual or romantic way but just like wow that person seems like really interesting or like I mean I was attracted to like all three of these people that I'm thinking of but it wasn't like um it wasn't like oh my god I need to go bone them it was like oh like I felt that there was like a mutual connection there. And like we both, I think we both felt that. So like if they were to come up to me, I would be willing to explore that. When I was in high school, especially, I had like a very short attention span with like guys. (laughs) And uh, so like I think it was definitely more about the hunt for me than it was about like the actual guy. And so I used to like play that. I called it like a game. I don't know like – how to really explain it but like if I went to like a party or I was in like some kind of you know situation with like a bunch of people that I didn't know there would always be like a a guy there that I just there's like some kind of pull towards them like for some reason you are standing out to me and like I like our energies are vibing for Mm -hmm. me and you are now my target and I'm gonna like go try to flirt with you. So it's, I don't know, like, I feel like I have a lot of those scenarios. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean like a love at first sight thing where like, oh, you know, like nothing else in the room existed. I just mean like, okay, like some, we, there was some kind of attraction. Yeah. Like, like we cool. both noticed each other and like, I think that it was mutual and nothing ever happened of it. You know, that reminds, yeah. So the one, there's one that really stands out to me. It was, um, when we went to our freshman orientation at, at Texas tech. So it was like the summer before college started. And, um, I had the same orientation as a couple of my friends and, and there was this one guy and I saw him and like he, and this is where I'm like, he was, objectively not super attractive he had a really nice body but like not super hot face uh but I was like so attracted to him like I saw that was like a thing where I just saw him and was like oh who are you and then we kept seeing each other and it was like and I think we both had that mutual like oh okay you again like yeah but we never really but we never talked and then um once we actually started college it was like the boys midnight like so like the fraternities all like Mm -hmm. they the night they like pledge or you know like celebrate their new pledges or whatever and he had pledged with one of the fraternities 
and we were at that party at one of the house parties and it was like one of those things like I saw him and I I don't know this sounds cheesy but like fantasize about you're like oh one day and you know this is a 35,000 person school but I'm like yeah one day I'm gonna see him on campus and like whatever and we went to this party so we had been there like a week maybe and I saw him (laughs) and and like we both saw each other and I just like but I didn't say anything I just walked up and he was like standing by like uh this table with all the alcohol and so I just walked up and stood next to him and I like grabbed a drink and then like walked away and I looked back and he was like staring at me so that was that's one that like really stood out to me See, I, yeah, I don't have like a specific story like that, but I love that like thing where it's like this silent like mutual attraction for like a long time before I don't know. Here I am, like get to the point, tell him you're attracted to him, but then I also like the like the chase is fun though. Yeah, the chase is the fun part. Yeah, especially when you know it's like there's a there are certain occasions where you know there's a mutual attraction. Uh huh. And that's the fun part. It's like, we don't have to rush into this. So what's the best way though? So like you, I feel like you kind of took the initiative there and like walked up to him in a way, like even if you didn't say anything, you like broke the ice by eliminating the physical distance between you two. And you like stood next to him, poured a drink and then like looked back. I see. And that's, that's where I I struggle with like guys just t- picking bad moments to like hit on girls because I'm like, you know if a girl is into you. Right. She is making very direct eye con- – or at least with me, like I'm making very direct eye contact. Like there is a vibe that I'm comes I'm smirking you. at you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like teasing you from across the room, like undressing you with my eyes, all the things. Like you know. Like you don't have to guess. And if you have to guess – and this, it's like in our last episode I was saying like girls, like if – it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And it's like, guys, if you don't feel her being like, hell yeah, come hit on me, then it's a no. Right. And like this is, again, this is like where we're a little bit complicated, but like we're really not all that complicated because we're like, oh, the chase is fun, but like also you know. So like what's the point in chasing? <laughs> but like the chase is fun when there is a mutual – like, you, but you have to be sure of the mutual acknowledgement of it. And just because there's an initial attraction doesn't mean it's going to work. So the the chase isn't just like, oh, I got your number. I'm done. The chase is like, oh, I got your number. Let's see if I can I can get you to like stop talking to all the other girls. Let's see if I and, – and that's where it's like self-sabotage. But, you know, I didn't say that I'm healthy. <laughs> I didn't say that I know. I have all the answers. Uh, okay. So is there – let's, let's – uh, Leave it at this. Is there an ideal, like one ideal, like never fail scenario of being hit on from a woman's perspective? Mm. I don't know. I don't know if there is. I don't think so. It's so situational for me anyways. So situational. Mm-hmm. Because like sometimes I'm at the gym and like it's like one of those days where you just like don't really want to be at the gym. So like you're kind of taking things slower and like whatever. And then there's other days like at the gym where like I am in it and like don't fuck with my mojo. Like I am so in this right now. So like have you ever have you ever been hit on by a friend? Like someone that you thought was just like a good friend and then they were like <laughs> maybe like make a move on you and like, whoa. Oh, we could have put this in the cringe episode. Yeah. Yeah. I've had like a friend try to kiss me before and I was like, oh, wow, like I, wow, now I get it. Like now that I put together the pieces, like, 
holy crap, okay, you interpreted that as flirting and that as flirting and that as flirting, but like, whoa, not what but I was it was intending. not. <laughs> That's awkward. And then how, were you friends afterwards? No. It made me really uncomfortable. So it it just like made me uncomfortable because like I here I thought we were like best friends and like hanging out, dancing, and like we would like hold hands and like, you know, it wasn't like weird or anything. And then like And for years. For years, yeah. We were like such good friends. Then I was just like, why haven't we made out yet? Why haven't we slept together yet? And I was like, oh, you're my brother. Like, ew, you know? Yeah. Just not completely oblivious the entire – for years. Oh, that's – That's like heartbreaking a little bit too. Well, yeah, because then it's like a breakup. And please see episode eight, I think. Yeah. Friend breakups. Yeah. I had a friend, so there's a guy that I was um, really good friends with in high school, and uh, that so the my high school boyfriend was an absolute shithead, and he <laughs> and he had like cheated on me, and then you know I was an idiot, and we got back together, but it was like right before it was right when we got back together, it was like right around the time everyone was asking people to prom. So I had this really good friend and I had just gotten back together with him and he texted me, my friend texted me and asked me to go to prom with him. And I was like, I mean, you know, I'm going with Taylor, right? And he was like, well, I just, you know, and he tried to like back out of it. And, and truthfully at the time I didn't, I still didn't register what it was. And so he was like, well, I was just asking because um, I thought that you had just gotten back together with Taylor just so that you would have a prom date. I was like, oh, no, actually, I'm just a fucking idiot. And, <laughs> no, and but it was fine. And it he ended up going with uh, my friend Alyssa. When and then I would every time I would come home from college, like over Christmas or whatever, he would like always try to hang out. And like I remember I hung out with him like one time and it was like he never did anything that was inappropriate, but there was just like an energy where I'm like, Oh yeah, I feel like we're friends, but for some reason I don't feel compelled to like hang out with you all the time. Like that just doesn't seem like the right thing to do. And even then I still didn't like put it together. Until like a few, you know, I don't even remember, like whenever one of the times when like Rob and I broke up and we went on like a couple of dates and and it was like, but it started as like he wanted to hang out and I like purposely because I was like, I'm not really interested in this. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, let's go to Twin Peaks. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Oh, my God. It was the he was a cop. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And so I was like trying to make it very clear that because like during that time I was like, I'm not dating. I'm not dating. I'm just, I need to be alone right now. So I was like, I indifferent to like how I actually feel about you is like we're remaining friends. And so I was like, yeah, like let's go to Twin Peaks. Like that is a very clear signal to me that like we're going to bro right now. And I hadn't seen you or talked to you in years. Like this is this is how it's gonna go. And then and it was like totally fine. And then we like go out, um, you know, to the parking lot. And he's like insisting that he walks me to my car. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. All right, bye. And I'm like trying to get in my car. And he just like lunges and kisses me. And I was like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> That's how it was when like. 
our mutual I mean we were young but like our mutual friend tried to kiss me and I was like <gasps> like it it happened in like slow motion and I was like <laughs> all right do I just like kiss him and then like have to break up with him even though this is like not something that I want at all like do I just like go through with it to avoid this one awkward moment and then like I just break up with him and like even though we weren't ever, ever dating or do I like make it super awkward in the moment right now and like he ended up like smooching me a little bit and I was just like, <laughs> like inside the whole time like oh my god and this is what's wrong that like now that like we're saying these things out loud like these things are so wrong Oh my God. I was just about to say that. I was like, and how fucked up is it that that those are our, our decisions that we have to make? <laughs> like we are sitting here like, do I just go with this and and then just deal with it later? Like, like we would rather like be uncomfortable and let them down later than just to like set them straight and let them know that they did a thing that was Not uncomfortable okay. for us. Yeah. Being a girl is hard. Being a female is hard. Just this week at work, I – so um, one of the things that, like, we have in place for – with COVID is, like, our lobby is closed. So we're going – my clinic is upstairs, but we go downstairs and outside to pick the kid up from the parking lot, bring them upstairs, have our therapy session, and then take them back downstairs to their parents. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, in the middle of dropping a kid off and picking another kid up. And so, like – I work at downtown Anchorage. So like there's often like weird people walking through the parking lot as like a cut through or like, you know, people screaming and like whatever. <laughs> like I just don't really think much of it. And um, this guy, like I noticed him out of the corner of my eye and he was like grabbing his junk kind of. And I was like, oh my God, like please, there are children here. Please do not start jerking off or something like something oh, weird. No. Because like I'm like, okay, there's clearly like mental health issues and like maybe homelessness or like you know something going on here yeah um so I dropped my kid off and like now he's like pretty much in front of the clinic like on the sidewalk connected to the parking lot which like pretty close to me so I go over to the next car and I like the dad sitting in the front seat and the kid is in the back seat and like he rolls the kid's window down. Dad was on the phone with somebody, so he didn't, like, immediately talk to me. And he rolls the kid's windows down, and I was like, hi, like, to my kid. Uh-huh. And the guy started walking towards me, and he, like, still had his, like, hand in his pants, and he was like, um, I just – I have something to say. And, like, oh, part no. of me was, like, I wanted to be like, please don't say it, like, <laughs> and move. And so, like, I just, like, tapped on the dad's window because he was on the phone, but he's a police officer. So I just, like, tapped on his window and, um, like, he saw what was going on. Like, but by the time he got out of the car and, like, he stood up there and he, like, kind of, like, puffed up his chest and, like, pretended like he was with me, you know? But mm -hmm. um, the creepy guy was, like, I just wanted to tell you you are the most beautiful girl that I have ever seen. Like, you were just so beautiful and that's all. It would be really nice if you could say that without your hand on your dick. Yeah. Like, first of all, this is just so inappropriate. But, like, second of all, like, I don't even know if that's how I ever want to be approached. Like, even by somebody who's, like, you know, has an IQ above 100. Like, I – It's really scary to be approached by a stranger on the street. Yeah. But, like, but what if you have one of those moments? So, like, do you ignore a moment – of like that mutual connection. If you're just like walking on the street, you're like walking on a trail or hiking or something because you're a stranger on the street technically, or like, you know, I don't know. I think I would, I would tend to be like, 
thank you and I would keep going yeah that's I just like kind of nodded and like well especially and and I mean it's obviously like a case-by-case thing um but like I when I was going into the office every day as well because uh, I also my office is also downtown in Dallas and so um and it's like right off the dart station which is like our like the train um there's a lot a a lot of um like houseless people that (laughs) hang out around there and they yeah you know some of them will like just say things to you like when you're when you're walking by and um regardless i mean on a scale there's a lot of you know just comments that will be made and Mm -hmm. i try to you know i just try to be I think homelessness is something that's like so I'm so sensitive to. And so I'm just like, you know, I don't want these people to feel like they're invisible. Um, And so usually if they say something to me, I don't really like linger usually, but I usually like acknowledge them or like I'll say hello or good morning or I'll smile at them. Or like if they ask me for something, I won't just like walk by and like ignore them. Like I give them a response. Like most of the time it depends on some of them are a little more aggressive and that that Mm -hmm. makes me nervous. And so that's that's where I kind of like you have to know. And especially if I'm like walking to get coffee or like lunch by myself, like I've had a guy like follow me before. So it's just like case yeah. by case basis. But um, yeah. So anyway, that but it's just, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard to know, <laughs> when, it, especially like if you're by yourself. It also is just hard to be a female in like those situations. Cause like, yeah. But it's also like it's hard. I mean, obviously, those situations are way different than like a tip, like a standard like guy just trying to hit on you. But I do think that like you know, it's it's hard to be a female because we're constantly on edge because we're used to being like catcalled and like gross things. But then that also makes it like tricky for a guy. Where like I feel like if I was a guy, I would come off as so awkward because I would be like hey, like I'm not trying to catcall you and I don't want to make you uncomfortable and like just tell me no. And like that's immediately a turn off too because I would just be like so not confident in approaching a oh, woman. I, I absolutely do not. I am not envious of men. <laughs> no. And having, like having to try to figure out what is the right way. I think maybe that that's part of like why we're having this conversation. It's like women are complicated to figure out and there's a lot of – there's basically like a whole – decision tree that you have to go down in yeah. order to decide like what is the right approach because it's not easy but also like being a human is hard and sometimes you just despite if you are a man hitting on a woman um or hitting on another man or you know woman hitting a man doesn't matter like just put, step one read the fucking room and like be respectful of people and I think you'll go much farther than if you are just trying to like be bold and macho and just like that in general, use that general concept for everything in your life. Like not even just hitting on somebody, but like at work and like just mm-hmm. with interactions in general, read the room. If the person does not want to talk to you, like they will pretty much make it pretty clear without saying it. And for the love of God, stop talking to me on planes when I have my headphones on. <laughs> just don't approach Erica unless she approaches you. I do not want to make small talk with you, please. Also, Erica is miserable to fly with. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah flew with me one time. I'm still traumatized. I was like, we were like teenagers and I was like, turbulence, like with my hands up and Erica's just 
killing me, murdering I, me with well, her eyeballs. And I, at that time, I was – so, like, that was after my mom and me and my stepdad moved to Texas, and I was, like, flying back to New York all the time. So I had to fly by myself, like, for years. And it's just – like I got so I felt like I feel like a a businessman who travels all the time. It's like I'm super jaded by I'm like I hate this whole process. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not a novelty to me. Yeah, I don't love flying as much as I used to, but you're like extra miserable. About it. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if Erica has her headphones in, just don't approach. Just please don't retreat slowly. Throw chocolate. <laughs> Leave it. Leave a snack and go. Throw pieces of candy corn because no one else wants that shit, anyways. <laughs> you know what? And Sophia listens to this podcast. Sophia likes candy corn too. Sophia, so. it's chemical trash. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> That's the way to end it. <laughs> uh, all right. This has been like honestly. If you d- if you missed that in the beginning, I'm Erica. That's Mariah. <laughs> Hi. Leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah, and send us your like best and worst hitting on stories. We want to hear it. Oh, yeah, please. If you've been hit on, you've been doing the hitting on, tell us how it goes. What do you think about being hit on at the gym? Did you marry the guy that cat called you? Like, how'd this go? Has anybody ever heard of somebody marrying somebody that cat called them cuz I want to know. Like that's like literally anytime I get catcalled, I just like usually shout back like, are you expecting to find your wife like that? <laughs> like such an old woman response. I was going to say, that sounds like a middle-aged woman response. It is so true though. What are you expecting from this? Hey, nice tits. Yeah. You think you're going to see them like that? Yeah. You just flash them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's a numbers game. <laughs> Oh, and, um, you know, if you guys want, you should definitely recommend us to a friend that, um, would be a big favor to us. Get more ears and eyeballs that we can make laugh. <laughs> if eyeballs laugh. Also stickers come in your way soon. <gasps> oh yeah. You guys, we're getting stickers. So, um, <laughs> it's basically official now. Yeah. So if that's something that you guys are interested in, you want a sticker, let us know. We're going to find out. We're going to find some fun ways to like give them away and stuff. Thanks for listening, friends. And until next time. Bye. Bye.